1: Right now that time 817 you're listening to WGNS on this Tuesday morning today the 27th of September and in studio with us this morning from Murfreesboro Parks and Rec we have Thomas Laird and Rachel Singer how are y'all doing good morning doing well how are you I'm good kind of chilly for the first time out there yeah, yeah Love a little it. brisk <laughs> fall is upon us that's right and with
0: fall that means what the haunted hayride and all oh, that right around the, the corner right around the corner well, go uh, we got the Barfield Bash is the weekend of the 21st, 22nd of October, uh, and that's the carnival, the haunted hayride through Barfield Park. Uh, it's kind of a classic tradition now. And then we've we've got other events before that even leading up on the 13th. I think is the Fall Fest at McFadden Community Center. Uh, that has the haunted hallways, and that's really where we just test the lights and all the stuff to get ready for the ride but the, the kids over at mcfadden love that and
1: so what 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 kind of lights and everything are you testing
0: well you know strobe lights there's a lot of special effects on the haunted hayride so uh we have to make sure we need bulbs in the the lights that light the scenes and uh the smoke machines work all the things that gives us a little bit of time to get things fixed if they don't work and. Uh, but then we also have a, a toddler uh, a program, a Halloween party going on at Patterson Park the same night on the, the 13th uh, of October. And that leads us up to Frightensburg.
2: Yes, so I, Frightensburg is at Cannonsburg, and it's the 14th and 15th. Um, oh, okay. And that's where you walk through and, uh, and, and get all sorts of scares.
1: Our headphones, my headphones are all messed up because I, I've got them going to the wrong place. So I only heard a little bit of what you said, but anyway... we got it all fixed now (laughs) and it's my fault so anyway
0: so we've we've got a lot of a uh, lot of of scares in october a lot of parties for all ages uh the saint Clair senior center has lots of activities Uh, you can pick up one of our rec connections at any of our facilities Uh, but there is a ton of stuff going on
1: so the senior center how how involved are they with events in october because it seems like we have one of the most I'd say active senior centers in Middle Tennessee. We
0: do. They, It's every season, every holiday. Uh, they're celebrating something at the senior center. And I think they're just celebrating life and being active and, and having things to do.
1: It definitely seems like they are very active, for sure. I know they have trips planned throughout the year. Uh, and with COVID behind us, I'm sure even more active.
0: Right. Trip, they they have a whole travel agenda Uh, so no matter how far or or short a trip you want to take there's day trips there's long overnight trips uh, they go on cruises and you can check that out over at the St. Clair Senior Center Uh, also there's information on the website on on trips and what we offer but they also offer exercise classes there's you know activities there's a a room dedicated to nothing but puzzles and puzzling Uh, a quilting room there's a Uh, arts and crafts area where they do a lot of painting they stained glass classes Uh, there's something for everyone at the st clair senior center
1: now going back to barfield park with the uh, the old scream road hayride and all of that uh, did that take place during COVID? i'm trying to think back did it take place last year
0: we missed one year one year okay so 2020
1: i guess was the year that was missed
0: and and then we were back the following year uh and we did a modified version it was we spread out the wagons and Mm -hmm. took less people and then last year it was back just full swing full swing and uh, we probably ran more people through there last year than we have
1: now Uh, also coming up right around the corner the annual puppy
0: plunge oh yeah that's coming up uh
1: october 1st i think yeah october first memorized
0: (laughs) Yes, the Puppy Plunge is a a very popular event. Uh, It's where they open the outdoor pool. Uh, Of course, it's closed to the the public now. The water temperature's gotten too cold, Uh, but not too cold for the puppies.
1: (laughs) Did did it close (laughs) Labor Day or day after Labor Day? When did it close?
0: It does. It closes to the general public after uh, Labor Day is the last day of the pool being open. Uh, Now, we did have private parties, and there were rentals where people were brave enough to, to... endure the colder cooler waters but but not
1: anymore right because it got down to 49 this morning so it was you know kind of cold
0: so the pumpy plunge will be the last event and then they'll start cleaning and working and winterizing the pool uh, and getting it ready for the polar bear plunge in January Uh, but the puppies get the last dip in the pool before we shut it down now have you heard
1: anything about the forecast coming up in January, are they saying it's going to be a, a snowy January
0: or Well, we hope so. But it's cold. It, it, it doesn't cool. it really doesn't matter. I think 1 January it was in the 40s or maybe a low 50s. It still was freezing in the water.
2: I bet. <laughs> and Thomas still likes to add ice yeah, even yeah.
0: if it's that cold.
1: That's that's polite. <laughs> now, Tom, do you get in? I, I don't remember. Did you say
0: Some, Sometimes <laughs> I do. I am not going to make any commitments, but I jumped last year. Uh, it is cold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so what else is going on within the parks and rec because i i know last time we talked one of the things we talked about was the extension of the greenway or new greenway trails and new trails to follow out there in the central valley road area so we're all that stand today?
2: that is coming right along you know that's a army corps of engineer project um and so you know just checking in with them they are on task um the the date they're they're giving us is october 31st that they'll be completed um so that really is right around the corner we're hoping that we can have it open and and usable by november um you know that of, of course depends on weather and whatnot, but they are close. Um, so they've been working hard and that's just going to be such a beautiful stretch. Um, if you've done Walter Hill to Central Valley, it's, it's beautiful. And that's just going to be an extension of that, that piece of it. Um, that is also the piece that has equestrian trails. And so they have, um, those equestrian trails have been there for, you know, years and years. Um, They've made some improvements in that stretch. Um, And then the equestrian trails will continue to push towards Smyrna, you know, and and be open. Um, But the improvement piece will be um, right alongside the, the new greenway there.
1: So with the Army Corps of Engineers kind of spearheading a lot of that project, does that mean they pay for the paving and all that, then Murfreesboro Parks, oversees it and takes care of it absolutely um it's it's just
2: it's a great it's a great deal for us um but they yep they are funding the whole project and then we end up managing it
1: and i know there's a lot of history out there in that direction Uh, are there going to be special markers put up or anything saying you know this is what occurred in this area at this time or anything along those lines
2: we don't have that in this phase but um i'm You know, I I think that would be a neat addition to it because I I do know that there's a lot of history there and interpretation is important. So, you know, we could definitely look at that um, and, uh, you know, look at signage and interpreting.
1: So as this gets closer, as the Greenway gets closer towards Smyrna, eventually, I, I know one of the things that's been talked about is connecting to the trails that are located in Smyrna, the Greenway there, is that something that is probably gonna happen?
2: I hope so. Um, you know, former Congressman uh, Bart Gordon has been so instrumental um, with this project and and continues to advocate for us. And so that's the direction it's going. Smyrna has got some great trails already in place and they keep working. Um, so I think if, if, you know, each of the entities keep working, that it is going to happen and it's all going to be linked together.
1: Again, Rachel Singer and Thomas Laird with us with Murfreesboro Parks and Rec. And how many miles is the total greenway or how many miles will it be once this is all finished out there in the Leanna area?
2: We've got 15 miles of greenway. Um, This is going to add another two miles. And so, um, you know, we've got one of the best greenway systems in the state for sure um and i I hear people all the time that that visit murfreesboro and are just amazed at our greenway so we're really lucky to to have all of these uh trailheads and and trails that link together that make up our greenway Um, i think that's just a real um, big amenity for murfreesboro
1: i I think the first greenway trail i ever walked on was the uh, along the potomac river in dc Uh, so ours is a little bit safer than the (laughs) one there
0: (laughs) you know we were at a uh, workshop conference last week and one of the speakers was speaking about the health benefits of forest air breathing forest air and there are several opportunities on the greenway where you can breathe forest air and you're immersed in nature Uh,
1: especially out there in the walter hill area right just go out there and breathe.
0: Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> it, it helps to breathe when you walk. Actually, that's, that's always a good thing to do. Now, also out there in uh, the Barfield
0: Park area, you can really bring you nice. there too
1: at Barfield Park. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, that's good. Now, Barfield Park, it's got—I mean, the size of it—it's it, almost similar to a state park.
0: Right, right. You know, Central Park has 1,200 acres and Barfield, what, a third of that? Mm-hmm. So, again, it, minus right? the crime. You know, that's great. <laughs> right, right. right. Positive and, and <laughs> yeah. lots
1: of breathing and forest yeah. air. That, yeah. But Barfield Park is really cool. And I know not too many months back, you actually added on to the acreage at Barfield Park. Uh, any plans there to? you know extend those trails into the added acreage
2: yeah we're we're definitely looking at land use um on that that back property it's another it's additional 73 acres we're uh, we're so lucky to be able to add that to our park inventory um, you know how fast that murphy's borough is growing and the development so any green space that we can uh, preserve and conserve is going to be beneficial to all of our community so uh, we're, we're looking at that that property to see the best use for it um, we would like to have kind of a perimeter trail that would link into uh, the barfield existing trails and that would be done pretty easily uh, just because it butts right up against it um, and then it's got the stones river that you know is on two sides of that property so it's it's a gorgeous property and and uh we can't wait to to open it up to the community
1: i I noticed the stones river it's a little lower as the you know further up you walk upstream uh, is there, are there certain times of year where it is a lot higher than usual?
2: Yes, you know, you've heard me say that river is feast or famine and that's what it, it is. is. So um, we, you know, because of the karst topography, we have a lot of sinkholes and the sinkholes happen in the riverbed as well. So as the water comes through and our water table lowers, then the water can just disappear into one of those sinkholes. But as the water table rises, um, then the water just kind of skirts over that and that's when you have a full river. So there is um, a large sinkhole kind of close to that property and um so above barfield will usually hold more water and then that that sinkhole if the water table lowers and then the water disappears and that's when we get the water levels really low at the existing um trails at barfield where they just kind of dry up into puddles
1: so the sinkholes are within the riverbed or right. are they okay right. they are right yep they must be pretty big then they are yeah i, I mean <laughs> how how deep have you been able to so you know those
2: sinkholes there to to us look like cracks um and so i don't know how deep it's you know you can't without proper equipment so crack
1: um, looks like a crack on the surface but mm-hmm. down below it but who knows it could open up i guess sure mm-hmm.
2: yep and our water resources team has done um, some extensive like dye tracing out there and it's really neat it's it's actually posted on the murphysboro uh website if you go and look at the maps it's neat um you know they'll put dye in at, at one sinkhole and see where it comes up in another and they're kind of mapping that oh, that cool. underground
1: so how, how far is it downriver that it comes up, or is it somewhere else that it comes up? Um,
2: for that section right there, I believe I'd have to go back and look at the map. It's been a while since I've done that. I know that they um, did some dye tracing above uh, Barfield Crescent Park, and if I'm if I remember correctly, it came out like right before the dam, the Lowhead Dam, which is now where our Greenway runs over.
1: Right, that would be the old Veterans Parkway mm-hmm. Bridge that mm-hmm. you can see from the new Veterans Parkway right, Bridge. Right, right. Barfield Park though is a, a very cool place. You have a, a, a mountain bike trail there as well.
2: We do. We've got nine miles of, of trails there. Um, they're pretty challenging, but uh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You know, you can imagine um, in in the back hills there of Barfield with with all the rock outcropping and um, cedar trees, oak trees. It's it's a beautiful area. So
1: now also coming up for Murphy's World Parks and Rec will be. I guess the construction of a skate park and the skate park, I think there's going to be a discussion to talk about the design and the right. community is welcome to attend and, and give their input. When does all that take place?
0: That'll be on October 13th from 5:30 to 7 PM, uh, at the Moab Bo- bike shop. And that's just kind of a discussion design workshop. So we encourage any skaters or anyone uh, interested in this project to come give us their feedback. Uh, offer up their suggestions or things that they think they would like to see in the skate park. Uh, we're looking at doing a skate park and a, a pump track. What's a pump track? I've never <laughs> never heard of it. A pump track is... <laughs> for, like is for there. BMX bikes? <laughs> right, for BMX bikes or any bikes. It's just a, a track that it gives you enough uphill and downhill motion to keep the bike going with minimal pedaling uh, and I guess room for tricks and and. You're gonna so, be out there, aren't you? Oh, so. you you know it <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so so the
1: skate park and the pump track, wh- where are they gonna build it? Do they know yet? We're
0: looking at old Fort Park, uh, which is where you know there was an, there's an old practice field, a backstop. Uh, we used to have volleyball uh, standards and stuff, so already has parking, and so it's a a great location. It's accessible by the Greenway, uh, so so it's accessible to downtown area. Uh, and I think it's just going to be a wonderful project. This is something that's been on the books for for, decades. Uh, I know a lot of other yeah.
1: cities and towns around us that they've got skate parks. I think it Manchester even has one.
0: Shelbyville has one, and it's always really busy. So uh, I think this will be a wonderful thing for Murfreesboro, and we're excited to get the input from the uh, local so, community. October 13th.
1: So after
0: the input from the community,
1: after you know the design process how long of a process is this and and when do they expect to start construction
0: right course this is our first skate park ever i know that uh the city has allocated funding for the project and we've got a a design team uh, between griggs and maloney which is a architect engineering firm uh, working with new line skate parks Uh, so they're out of uh, i think toronto maybe uh but very modern and and you know a lot of experience with skate parks so i think they're going to be able to bring us uh, the latest in design
1: do you foresee this being you know kind of like the soccer fields that we have where there's tournaments each year do you foresee the skate park having any types of events like that
0: you know i'm not real as familiar with the skating community and stuff right now you know it's kind of a free skate most parks I go to Uh, now competition level stuff we'll look at that through the design process and uh, you know some of those competition features uh, are a little more advanced apparatuses to skate on than you know what we're maybe looking at to have for all all skill levels and all ages so are they going to allow like
1: rollerbladers as well and in addition to skateboards
0: Uh, I would think rollerbladers, the scooters, bicycles, you know, the BMX bikes, uh, all of that would, you know, be included. But once again, we've got to get into the design. And uh, I guess once we get to the construction portion, we'll get uh, instructions through the the warranty, the manufacturer's warranties or the uh, contractor's warranties and things like that.
1: So October 13th at Moab Bike Shop, that is when the, uh, I guess, community public forum is going to be held. That's it. And people can voice their ideas on the future skate park and the uh, the pump track. Right,
0: that's uh, cool.
1: that's all coming up. And again, with us this morning, we have Thomas Laird and Rachel Singer with Murphy's Roll Parks and Rec. We're going to take a short break, check on the forecast and the traffic, and then we will be right back. By growing up in the restaurant business and being always around it, it was just something that was just second nature to me. I didn't realize the amount of work that was involved in it. I I didn't understand
0: and appreciate all that my parents sacrificed in order to provide for us. And now I'm very thankful and and I'm very appreciative of the foundation that they laid for
1: meat so we could teach others to create what they have done to make it more of a legacy than just a passing
0: of the
2: torch. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant.
1: Hello, oh, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. All of us at Animal City would like to say thank you to the Murfreesboro and surrounding communities for supporting this family-owned business for 32 years. When you come see us, make sure to check out our two full floors full of great pets and supplies to keep them happy and healthy. Animal City. For your dog, cat, reptile, bird, and much, much more. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, Analexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at wgnsradio.com. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, high in the mid 70s, northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, and gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vuichitsky for News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 43. Good morning. Still quite a bit of the traffic volume. I'm here on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. They're trying to clear up that uh, crash on 24 eastbound. It's going to be near Elmaville Road. Um, it's more rubbernecking than anything right now, but it's got a little bit slow eastbound. I'm here on I-24 uh, right at Elmaville Road. Now, of course, it's heavy westbound, with all that traffic flow headed towards Nashville, coming in from Rutherford County. Still a little bit slower than normal on I-40 through Hermitage and Donaldson from our earlier crash. That's 40 west, trying to get past the airport. Ober Gatlinburg Restaurant in lay celebrating Oktoberfest for the next 30 days. You don't want to miss it this year. It's fun for the whole family. Obergatlenburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, CapstarBank.com. Member FDIC. Equal Housing Lender.
0: The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.
1: News time right now, 8:37. Again in studio with us on this Tuesday morning, Murfreesboro Parks and Rec. <laughs> We have Thomas Laird and Rachel Singer both here today. And uh, coming up, not too far away, is the annual Christmas parade. And that's going to be in December, of course. But uh, registration, that. That's going to open up pretty soon. It
2: is October 1st. So that's this Saturday. Um, and, and they can register online at murphysboroparks.com. There'll be a, a link to that. We'll take you through the, the worksheet. Just fill it out. Super easy. Um, and if they have any questions, they're um, you know feel free to contact me.
1: And the date of the parade, I believe, second Sunday of December. So December 11th at 2 p.m. And then, of course, registration opens October 1st. Mm-hmm. And then also registration opens same day for the Youth
0: Basketball League. Youth Basketball st- registration opens October 1st and continues on through the month of October and November. Mm-hmm. But uh, the earlier you can get registered, the better. Uh, you can register by coming by any one of our facilities or going online. Uh, to dot com,
1: and then also coming up the murphysboro half marathon i believe the date october the 8th so that is literally around the corner now for that has registration already been filled
2: um you can still register on that and their their website is themiddlehalf.com i knew it was an easy one <laughs> <laughs> so
1: themiddlehalf.com and and with mm-hmm. the run there are going to be several streets that will be shut down there We'll have some street closures on there
2: um, starting Friday night around the square to help us get set up and then Saturday morning. Um, and so the race is early and will be completed by, you know, 12 o'clock, usually earlier than that. And we'll get those streets open as soon as possible.
1: And again, that's going to be October the 8th. And for more information on that, again, the website is themiddlehalf.com. Easy enough. And then also National Public Lands Day. What What is that? And, and that's nearing two, but I, I'm not real sure what it is.
2: Yeah, so National Public Lands Day, I think is that we might be in our 53rd year of National Public Lands Day, um, but that's a, just an opportunity. It's a, a, across the nation to for people to come out and to do some service work on their public lands. And so that would be our parks. Um, we partner here in Murfreesboro with uh, Stones River Battlefield and always have a really big event. Um, We're excited this year is going to be kind of back um, from, you know, our COVID days. We uh, we definitely scaled back the last couple of years. Um, But this event, we've had up to 200 volunteers in our parks. Um, And so I'm not sure we'll we'll make it to that one um, that those numbers. But it is this Saturday. And um, like I said, it's it's a partnership with uh, the the battlefield. MTSU helps us out. Um, so you can come out to Old Fort Park and register the day of. It'll uh, If you can get there at 8 o'clock to help with registration. We usually work a couple of hours. And that can be anything from picking up trash to uh, cutting invasive plants and um, We'll put you in a team on what you feel comfortable with. And we we usually break you up into small teams. It's kind of fun to get to know people um, that are like-minded and, you know, are looking to do something in our parks and uh, to be helpful. And then uh, we'll serve you lunch.
1: So this coming Saturday, just show up at Old Fort Park, eight o'clock, and then you can register on site. And Mm -hmm. then I guess they'll tell you where to volunteer or you pick a place. Right,
2: right. So we'll, yeah, we'll put you in a team and you'll have a crew leader. We won't send you out there alone. um, so it's it's really easy, and it's it's a feel-good event. Um, we usually get a lot done because we've, we've got the numbers to do it, and so you can kind of look back and say, ah, I did that today.
1: So I guess it could be anything from putting mulch down to pulling weeds. What what, what types of things have you done in the past?
2: So we, we work predominantly along the greenway. There's a lot of invasive species of plants that um, will take over and have taken over, and so we just keep chopping at that, literally, um, and then a lot of trash pickup. Those are the two things that we um, kind of, uh, you know, look at. It'd be fun to get stuck with, like, poison ivy duty. Pick all that (laughs) up. I have gotten poison ivy from this event
1: too many times. It seems like poison ivy and poison oak are both... There's just a lot of it in this area.
2: There is a lot of it. And uh, and like I said, you're going to have a crew leader with you. And, and those are the people that can point those things out to you. So hopefully you won't go home with that and,
0: souvenir. And we encourage everyone to wear gloves. too.
1: Gloves and long sleeves, honestly. <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. And uh, what else is coming up? Because I know we've talked about a lot, but there is a lot going on within the parks for sure. So what are some of the, maybe the newer things that we haven't heard about, such as the update on the indoor
0: soccer field Yep. Uh, well soccer field is coming along really nice they uh, are working i noticed there's a crew working on the the pull down door now so once they can get that door installed we'll be able to secure the building they can finish up the electrical uh, and then they'll come in put the flooring down which shouldn't take very long because uh, the grading and all that stuff most of that is done. So is it like uh, a giant
1: garage door that pulls down? or Right,
0: right. And it's a mechanical door. It's really big. so uh, But that had to be installed before the uh, electrical. Almost like an airplane hangar door, I guess. Right, it has to be secured. So uh, they're working on that. We're hoping here in the next month or so, we'll be able to get that thing open. And uh, we've commissioned as approved fees and, and we've set up where that, uh, the general public will be able to use it, and uh, we hope to have some exercise stuff in in the daytime, you know, some, uh, what do they, they call them, the boot camps and things like that. So opportunities for those vigorous workouts.
1: Is it going to be well lit so they can do night events too?
0: There is, absolutely. It's, it's all LED lighting, so uh, it's a really nice facility. I, I think you, we could possibly even have concert in there. I mean, it's a really... Uh, a nice facility
1: and it's all out there the seager soccer seagull soccer complex. Soccer,
0: complex. Yep. soccer complex you know we t- we renovated our uh grass fields to make them synthetic turf uh and now we have seven of those fields open uh and they're busy all the time
1: the, uh, do the synthetic fields prove to be more popular and and how long do they last before you have to you know re-turf them
0: now a lot of it is the care for the fields most people think you just put them out there and they're done but the rubberized pellets in the turf itself has to we have to ensure that it's distributed evenly uh, and that it's to the right level so the grass doesn't lay down but with proper care those fields should last 10 years minimum Uh, we've visited some fields some of them were you know 18 20 years old but they have been cared for properly. Uh, our guys do a wonderful job. They groom those fields at least once a week, uh, and they replace the crumb rubber where needed. I think I, I really think we'll get 10 years minimum out of those fields.
1: Do you have to have like a big zamboni to drive across them, kind of <laughs> like in hockey, to flatten them out? Or Not what? quite the
0: zamboni, but there is a grooming machine that's pulled behind a cart that uh, that ref- pushes all that to the uh, surface and and just keeps it all fresh
1: do they have to do that every couple of months or is that like an annual we thing? try to
0: do that once a week so. oh wow uh,
1: that, that's a lot of work then
0: right right i mean it it's not you know most people think oh we're turf field zero maintenance just get rid of maintenance staff yeah uh, but there's still maintenance that has to be done on those fields
1: <laughs> it definitely sounds like it so uh, over there the sequel com the seagull complex that indoor arena that's going to be opened up fairly soon fairly then. soon
0: and uh yeah we're you know, excited. We have a partnership with Tennessee State Soccer. Of course, we have a partnership with the local soccer clubs as well. So, everyone's excited about, you know, not just getting it open for training, but, you know, I think having an opportunity to have leagues and things that we haven't had uh, the capability of having in Murfreesboro before. That's a regulation soccer field, so we can, you know, have some regulation games in the winter
1: and of course soccer events bring in thousands of people every year from all over i know people from texas coming in for events is not unusual but as far away from california do you have that as well
0: oh absolutely i mean soccer we had a a tournament this past summer that was right at 200 teams wow Uh, that's incredible to have that number of people staying for three four nights uh it's just you know, the boost to the economic impact is is phenomenal.
1: And then on top of all that, t w s w a spring fling events that were held not too long ago, that also contributes to the economy for sure.
0: Absolutely, and you know, that's where our citizens and taxpayers see a return on their investment is that we have uh, visitors that come in, they stay in our hotels, they eat in our restaurants and they, they buy gas at our gas stations. Uh, and then they leave, and we're not providing trash service or uh, the normal services that we would to someone that that's in a residence. So it's always, you know, refreshing to have them in. While the traffic may not be, it's uh, as there's enjoyable. a little extra traffic <laughs> that comes along with all that.
1: I, I know I saw on the Tennessee Department of Tourism website, Rutherford County was ranked, I think, at number seven on the list for the the amount of income they brought in that was generated by tourists and so number seven out of 95 counties is pretty good
0: that's huge and you know that's competing with all the big cities and big counties uh, yeah i mean you're, you're competing with gatlinburg and yeah, pigeon and forge and knoxville and
1: people don't even think about that right, but yeah, those, right of course gatlinburg is one of i guess the most heavily traveled parks or the parks within Gatlinburg are mm-hmm. some of the most heavily traveled parks in the U.S. And then you have, of course, Nashville and right. and so forth, Memphis. Yep. So number seven on the list is,
0: is really high on the list. But, but we a, have a really diverse community, and it, its reflection is in our restaurants and in our uh, attractions from the history to being the sports capital of Tennessee. I think they labeled us that uh, because we have so many softball, baseball, soccer tournaments, and then soon there's
1: going to be even more because of the new giant private complex which is is it a public private partnership i I believe believe it's it's
0: I think it's a private private uh, right
1: but that's going to be something i've already heard the parks are going to work with them during certain events to Mm -hmm. to bring in more sporting events so that's going to be huge
0: as well right right the economic impact uh is just phenomenal here in rutherford county
1: and when it comes to parks parks are one of those things that i think a lot of corporations look at before they move into a community because parks offer activities for employees of course and and much more than that and speaking of communities and and parks there's been talk for a long time about daylighting town creek and downtown Murfreesboro, and There's going to be a park that's built all alongside that daylighting of Town Creek. Are we any closer to the date of that actually happening in downtown Murfreesboro?
2: I know that they're working on it. Um, as far as a date, I haven't heard specifically, but um, but I know that that they are working on it and looking at um, plans and design work. Um, they are right now, you know, involved in purchasing properties down there to um, make that project happen. So it is moving, um, and it'll be it'll be great when it gets there. It'll be kind of like a a nice new um entrance into murfreesboro downtown
1: it'll be cool to have a creek basically going through downtown murfreesboro mm-hmm.
2: it will it will and um you know the the design work that they're looking at um is just like you said it's going to be a nice park there um, so it's, it's just going to have a, a great facelift
1: and then a pedestrian walkway, which will be built right at church and broad street going right into the area where the park and Creek will be right, mm-hmm. right.
2: It's so, going to, it's going to make everything a lot more accessible in that area as well.
1: And that'll be cool. And then also coming up the spooky splash. I have no idea what the spooky <laughs> splash is, but I know it's October 28th. What, what is a spooky splash? Um,
2: that is over at Patterson. Um, and I, I know Carrie does a great job over there. Um, they open the pool, and um, there's candy, of course. Um, you know, I think they can even.
0: Games come. and, and uh, just activities. It, it's kind of a Halloween carnival in the pool. Uh. So and the kids wear the costumes in the pool, even. Right. <laughs> they they try. <laughs> <laughs> we try to have waterproof costumes, but you know we, we have quite the costume contest at the Polar Bear Plunge too. So <laughs> that's right. It's,
1: but that that is coming up October twenty eighth, the Spooky Splash, and uh, that's going to be at the indoor pool at Patterson Park Community Center. And then, uh, going back to the Cannonsburg event, Frightensburg is is what they're calling yep. Cannonsburg. Frightensburg is
0: very scary. We, very scary. We, we that is more for the uh, older older teens and adult crowd for sure, uh, and it is pretty intense each each year. We've done this a couple years now, and uh, each year we have to take people off the trail that can't finish the. The little walkthrough. So it is pretty intense. We, we discourage young children. Parents make their own decisions. But. <laughs> like torture for kids then. <laughs> right. the, the, the adult crowd and the, the older teen crowd, they love it. Now, Barfield Park, the hayride there, you're on a hayride. It is scary, uh, but it is much more suited for the younger uh, nine, ten year olds uh that it's not quite as intense and being within a group on the hayride is a little bit different than walking through uh the the village yeah. you don't feel as vulnerable <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: definitely again that's coming up october 14th and the 15th at kennensburg and uh also coming up and and i haven't seen this before but uh see the i saw christmas lights on there somewhere yeah the drive through christmas lights which is december 2nd all the way through the 18th have we done those before?
2: We have, um, and you know, Cannonsburg is a great gem. And, and talking about daylighting Town Creek, that all fits into there. Cannonsburg is in that area, um, so just drawing more people uh, into the uniqueness of that village. But th- but um, the staff over there does a great job with all sorts of different programs. So, you know, one one weekend we're gonna we're gonna be scaring people um, walking through, and the very next weekend is actually going to be Harvest Days at Cannonsburg. Um, and that's where we've got crafters and vendors and, and demonstrators out there. Uh, it's always a real popular event. We do sheep have shearing. A Sheep shearing. Sheep shearing. Yeah,
0: I know Scott <laughs> likes the sheep shearing. Not, so.
1: Nothing beats a good <laughs> sheep shearing. We not. do have some
2: great uh, entertainment lined up this year. Uh, so that's that's a fun event at Cannonsburg. And then yes, like you said, we've got the Christmas lights. Um, this is the third year that they've done the drive through Christmas lights. And uh, it started during COVID um you know a good way just to get people out enjoying the season they could stay safe in their car as they drove through was kind of the idea and um it was so successful that you know we're just continuing to do it so we're adding light displays every year and um, it's just a neat feel down there especially if you get some snowflakes when you're driving through it's chilly they'll have some hot chocolate at the end um it's it's a It's a neat
1: atmosphere. So they're driving on the pea gravel that goes around the gazebo in the middle, I guess? They will,
2: yeah. Just a a nice, slow, steady crawl through there. They've got staff um, to kind of help with traffic flow and everything, but um, it's all lit up. All the buildings are lit up with little twinkle lights um, and then just some pretty, you know, uh,
1: light displays. And then also coming up, the Santa Splash and Dash, which is December 9th. Is that at SportsCom or is that elsewhere?
0: I believe that's at Patterson uh, so indoors and it's,
1: not the outdoor pool
0: it's the, <laughs> the indoor pool at Patterson uh, and that's one of those things where uh, the parents can bring their children uh, for a couple hours uh, the staff there at Patterson Park will keep them entertained and parents can go uh, Christmas shopping or go do things that uh, they typically wouldn't do without a sitter or someone to, to care for their child. So.
1: And then I know we only have like four minutes left. So going back to what's right around the corner, of course, the Youth League basketball registration and the Christmas parade registration both open October 1st. The puppy plunge also happening on october 1st and again that's the sportscom outdoor pool and then the Murfreesboro half marathon that is going to take place october 8th what is that two weeks three weeks from now then it's Mm -hmm. two weeks two weeks it is and and that starts is it a 8 8 a.m start time 7 a.m start Mm -hmm. time and uh this is the final year for the half marathon and again roads in downtown bro are going to be shut down i'm guessing around 6:30 or so right okay and if you want to register for that you still can and the website again the middle half dot or com middle half the middle half.com and then uh, also right around the corner the mcfadden fall festival and the uh spooktacular toddler halloween party i mean you there's
0: just a lot coming up a lot going on i, I encourage everyone to go to murfreesboroparks.com uh, or stop by and pick up a rec connection at any one of our facilities
1: is october one of the busiest times for parks and rec i think they're
2: all busy but october is um you know people i think
0: october and may are mm-hmm. probably the two busiest times uh, but we're busy all year long uh, yeah. in addition to you know what we spoke about today we've got programs going on ongoing youth flag football is playing Monday nights and Saturdays the Miracle League is playing their fall season Uh, there's there's free fresh air at the parks
1: fresh, free air, fresh air, air right yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then also coming up this saturday a chance for people to volunteer and just show up at old fort park at eight o'clock mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah.
2: and yeah. outdoor murfreesboro always has um a lot of programming happening um and so October super busy for them too i did want to just mention real quick the fall native plant sale will be october 22nd and again you can find all that information at murfreesboro parks.com
1: oh by and the way how did the whole hummingbird event the festival go were they able to actually tag the different yes, hummingbirds it went
2: It went mm. fantastic we actually tagged um more hummingbirds this year than we had uh previously so i think we tagged 32
1: this year wow and that was at the wilderness station out there at barfield park i i was trying to imagine how in the world do they catch a hummingbird to tag one they're so small and fast yep
2: yep they they put little cages around the feeders and so they're used to going into the feeders um and they they just fly through the door and and then it's on a remote control and they drop the
0: door and scott if you're looking to play disc golf this weekend i want to let everyone know that the rutherford county anniversary disc golf tournament is going on so Courses at Barfield and Central Valley won't be open until after 3 p.m. each day, so
1: it's gonna be pretty uh, busy there then. Yeah, Bo- a, both places, I guess.
0: Right, we they play at all three courses in Rutherford County, so the Sharp Springs in Smyrna, uh, Central Valley, and Barfield Crescent. And I think there's around 140 to 160 players coming into town for this. So. Oh
1: wow, it, that's coming into town. So do you also have locals who are playing in it? Yeah,
0: we. I'd say a third of the field is local, and then we have, um, you know probably 100 visitors that'll come into town for it
1: and then they're going to have different competitions at each of those three locations well they'll
0: play uh three rounds there's different divisions so they you know from the pros all the way down to the beginner divisions uh you'll play one round at each of the three courses and they'll add all the scores together and see who's the best
1: again uh, with us this morning thomas laird and rachel singer with Murfreesboro parks and rec and Online, There is a calendar of events. Just go to Pro I guess, to the Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro website. MurfreesboroParks.com. MurfreesboroParks.com. And then can you sign up for stuff there, too?
0: You can. There's reg- online registration for a lot of our leagues, uh, youth basketball registration. That would be where the online would be found.
1: So a lot to do in this month, well, the upcoming month of October, and a lot online as well. Well, thank you both for joining us this morning. Thanks, Thank Scott. you. Time right now, 8.59. We're just 30 seconds away from the 9 o'clock hour. Ron Jordan will have the latest in local news next.